Stephen Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the House Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about winning over a seller. It seems like a real simple title, but it's... it's there's a bit to there's it. There's a, a lot to it. And what I take this title to mean, and you, maybe you take it differently, is you send a bunch of mail out, a certain number of uh, people sign it or call you back and say, yeah, I, I do want to... Inter- uh, I'm interested in selling my house, but I'm not sure that price is going to work for us, or I'm not sure the time frame is going to... So you got to win over the seller. Right. over their trust. I think that's what this means. Well, part of it is too, sometimes now that you've warmed them up to selling, they might start shopping yeah. too, because we've had that. They might say, oh, you sent me an offer. I'm going to see what we buy ugly houses would give me or so-and-so. Now right. that, you know, And you want them to pick you. Exactly. Thank you. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the houseacademy.com online community. It's free. Jackie asks, I've had two sellers change their minds. Is this normal and how do I manage it in the future? Well, that's kind of what this topic is about, uh, managing a seller or or winning over a seller, so. Stuff happens, you know what's funny? Even as buyers, we've changed our minds. Yes, as buyers, we've changed our minds. Mm-hmm. Maybe we get the inspection back and we're like, wow. Right. Uh, we had actually, we had a house recently where the foundation, this is in Arizona, which is unusual. The foundation of, for the garage was very uneven um, right. for the driveway. We chose to go ahead and uh, purchase the house anyway, and it all worked uh, worked out like a, with a storybook ending. But you know, some of our buyers we use that. We yeah. use that foundational potential issue to get the price that we really wanted, mm-hmm. which I would call managing the seller. What's the title? What's the title? Winning, Winning over the, the seller. Over the seller. Yeah. So people change their minds um, for all kinds of reasons. Actually, that's really what this topic is about. So let's just, let's just Yeah, and you know what, I don't really care. Honestly, <laughs> I know I'm serious, I mean, I just move on. There's more, there's always more deals. All you can do is do your best. And I, you never wanna say, you know what I wanna, I wanna talk about this for just a second, about this question. You never wanna say, well, you signed a paper or whatever it is. Yeah, people, things never. happen, people change their mind. Yeah. You know, the best thing you can do is move on. And, and hopefully you didn't spend money on it, get an inspection, even if you did. That's okay. Stuff happens. I would do my best to work with them and and find out what it is. And if you can save it, you know, do it within reason. You don't want to say, if they come back and say, I I want retail now, well, that's not going to happen. But, you know. So what's your approach on this? You find out what triggered the, mm -hmm. the change of heart. Talk to them. And talk to them about it. So hopefully, can I give you a couple examples? Hopefully you've got the relationship with them that they're honest with you and they tell you. So let, I mean, let's say. Mm -hmm. Uh, ask it's price. Let's, it's obviously. Pr- let's say you know what I talked to, to my to my sister, and she's like, the house is worth fifty thousand dollars more than that. What do you say? Well, is she gonna? Um, I talked to my sister. The house is worth fifty thousand dollars more. Um, you know what? This is my offer. This is what I'm prepared to pay, and I can close on Tuesday. I don't. I'm not even gonna discuss it. You know? Is she gonna buy it from you? No. But she thinks I can get more. Well, I wish you well. I mean, I don't really, I don't really have an answer. I mean, I do. That's part of like, what is your answer? I like, I would keep moving through the process quickly. It depends on the market. So, because long before we send mail out into a market, I know what the days on market is. I know all the stats. Right. So, if it's a soft market, meaning it takes a little bit longer to sell, my speech is always, well, good luck with that because, yeah, you know, do you want two hundred and fifty-two thousand dollars in your checking account on Thursday or not? That's what I'm saying. So yeah. you can take your chance to get three hundred and ten. You could sure try. So, but you got a sure thing right yeah, here. That's right. Bird mm-hmm. in the hand. 
Exactly. So there's lots of reasons that people change their mind. Well, I'm just thinking about the one that happened to me recently too, or not recently, like a year or so ago, where the guy was, and it was a good lesson for us about due diligence and following up quickly. You know, back then we didn't have a, a team that was uh, so accessible. I think that would have made a difference if we've like powered on through and really had a quick timeline. But he had time to shop his deal with We Buy Ugly Houses or with somebody like that. Yeah. And they came out and here's what happened. They talked him into signing an agreement, which we already had a signed agreement too, yeah. but they like, coerced him that's right you know and hardcore sold the guy and had the guy freaked out scared that if he went to us and i'm like dude if it's like and it was like a difference of two thousand dollars or something really minimal like if that's all you want to get out of it i would have given you two thousand dollars i don't really care it would have been a lot easier and i felt bad because i know the guy was kicking himself later on in the end going i wish i would have you know i don't i don't know how it, it all played out but i'm pretty darn sure they weren't as nice and easy and Good to work with as us because they were obviously again they were like hardcore you you know scaring the guy you know and that's there's a difference cool. of opinion between husband and wife I remember that mm-hmm. the wife wanted to close with the ugly houses and the husband wanted to close with us well you know and I hadn't had a chance to talk to her and that's fine but you right. know what in the end we all know how it works out you know I, we all know how that went <laughs> <laughs> would you rather do business with Jill or some ugly houses guy who's angry I know which one I'd like Thank you. Today's topic, winning over a seller. This is why you're listening. Well, that ties into this, too, with the We Buy Ugly Houses thing. It's like shopping with a local store versus a big chain. We all know it's different, you know, and that's what we bring to the table. And that's what you would bring to the table as an investor, and that's why our whole House Academy community is successful. We are real people too. I can't go on We Buy Ugly Houses and look up at the guy's Facebook page and see what he does and make yeah. sure he's a good guy. It's it's a it's very different and I think we're I know we are. We are we're gonna pass them. We are all individually doing more deals, I'm sure of it, than they are. And I don't and I don't it's I don't wanna be that, you know. I don't I like being a small uh, individual uh, company where I can make the decisions. You know, I talked to my team about that too. That's one of the beautiful things working for a company like us that you don't have a time clock. You don't have all these rules and regulations. We can do our own thing. Here's a fact. We send out these offers and we purchase houses and land at very predictable and consistent rates. So if somebody just comes back and says, I changed my mind, in the end, really what should happen is, okay, thanks very much, mm-hmm. uh, but but please don't come back to me when the deal falls through on the next one. Or if you do come back, it's going to be a lot more. The, pr- it's, the price is going to be less. Because something somebody's going to sign an offer and send it back, and the next day it's going to be on your desk. That's the truth of it. So there's no reason to fret. Mm-mm. Just send out one mail. It's not a big deal. So I was going to say about the topic, so winning over sellers. I have four, th- four points. One is listen to their stories. And trust me, they have them. <laughs> and that's one of the things that, that, that I found is the people that have, you know, they get our offer, they call us, we connect with them, they feel good about it. They're, they have no reason to call anybody else. They feel good about the price. They're happy they don't have to do anything. We make it easy for them. And we, and we you know, get to know them. You know, I can tell you, I can tell you some of the stories that it got to me about so-and-so's son. My son needs to yeah. come from New it's Orleans. A personal story. He's going to help me pack. Yeah. 
and here's the reason why, and here's why he lives there, here's why I'm selling, because now it's just me rattling around the scrapebook house. You know, all those things. Listen to their stories and get to know them. That's it. It's important to build this relationship. Number two, talk to them like they're family. That's what they want, that's what you want. You don't, you don't want someone, you know, bulldozing over you, and, and neither do they. They want, they want you to go, all right, like for example, the back tax thing you brought up on the show yesterday, like halfway through the process, we, you know, we've had that like, oh shucks, we were, we were off by a couple thousand dollars on the back taxes. We worked it out together. I think in that situation, I think we ate it, as a matter of yeah, fact. I think I we just we said, you know what, we, well, we, we, and this is what, for me, is why we're here and makes a difference. We promised them a net to them price. We found out we were off by a couple thousand dollars on back taxes. That's on us, not on them. Sure, I let it be known <laughs> that, hey, by the way, we're off. I just wanted you to know that we're eating it because we really want to get this deal done. And we pro- and we made a promise. You know and what that's happened where on that we deal? Uh, very specifically speaking of taxes, I don't want to wreck your trade of thought okay. here, but on that deal, it's because it's valuable. We looked up the back tax amount and it was X. I think it was like $8,000. It was a lot. We said, great. We factored it all in. Yep, there's no problem. Uh, when we went, when escrow went to go pay off the taxes, they said, oh yeah, it's 8,000 bucks, but there's all these, so far back that there's all these admin fees and, um, you know, punitive like fees. Right. So it ended up costing us 2,000 bucks more. Right. So. Even us, yeah. of all the deals we've done, you still can't predict it exactly happens. what's going to happen. So you have to roll with it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So um, the, my third point is winning over sellers is, you need to simplify the escrow slash closing process for them. Don't turn around and use the same verbiage that the escrow company or the closing person used with you because your sellers don't, they don't necessarily understand all that. They haven't closed a deal since 30 years ago, traditionally when they bought the house. Before the internet. They're not on the same level with you and they don't really understand. So simplify it as much as you can and make it really easy for them. Um, this is one of the things that I think I, I think a good uh, real estate agent should do. I don't think all of them do that, and I wish they would. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that's ex- all of this stuff is really the behavior that real estate agents should have, and you're true. taking over that role and managing it. And I think that. It's true. You know, I think people value customer service. That's what yeah. this is. You're putting yourself in a customer service role, and making sure they're happy. Yep. They didn't choose you because of their price. Price is not the first. That's true. Uh, price is not their first priority. If price was their first priority, they would call a listing agent. They would get their act together, clean the house out. Right. Um, maybe put some flowers out or whatever happens when you have an open house. And take that route. And many, many, many people do. And they get our letters and they throw them away. And that's fine. But it's all built into our back end numbers. Right. They're calling us because they have something that they need to deal with. They don't want to show their house. They, there's some garbage in the basement. Who knows? Right. Whatever they it need is, it fast and we're, easy. we're there to solve it for them. Exactly. And then my, my final thing is for winning over sellers, always deliver as promised. One of the fastest ways to mess up a deal is, to, is for them not to trust you because you say you're going to call and you don't call. You say you're going to do something and you don't show yeah. up. You say you're going to have this and you don't. All of it, then they doubt you. And you, and you can't have that. So even if it's there's a delay, tell them, you know, you're not gonna believe this, but my home inspector um, got in a car accident. You know, I hate, you know, I'm not to say, but tell them honestly and say, 
I've got his second in command coming, um, and he'll be there at four o'clock. It's not going to be noon. Does that work for you, yeah. or do you want to do the next day? You know, be in communication. Don't just you know let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> that's my list. That's a great. What do you want to add more? No, I I think that just be a human being. Yeah. You know, just you know, when we started Land Academy uh, in 2015 or now House Academy. We're trying to just be straight, look straight into the camera and, and tell yeah. you how like it is. Like that's right it. now. That's the whole model. That's it. Mm-hmm. it. It's not, we're not here to upsell anything or, or uh, you know, sell a product. We're just telling you how these deals go. If you treat a seller that way, that that's all anybody wants, you know? Yep, exactly. Hey, we know your time's valuable. Thanks for spending it, uh, some of it with us today anyway. Join us next time for the episode called The Perfect Timeline for a House Flip. And we answer your questions posted on our online community found at houseacademy.com. It is free. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. That was good. I like the way you wrapped that up. That's what everybody wants. I know. Out of everything in life. You know, that's the thing too. Like um, now with House Academy, you know, I'm telling people too, you know, be a real person. They're going to look you up. They're going to look up your LinkedIn. They're going to look up um, your history. They're going to look at your Facebook page. Yeah. And you want to make sure that, you know, you're presenting yourself well. And you show that you're an investor. And then they're going to trust you. Yeah. And want to and want to sign it and send it back. You know, as consumers, we're just so set up to be disappointed constantly. Like, even when you're a kid. True. You see a commercial on TV for, like, a toy. And then you get it. And it's like, yeah. It doesn't do anything it lasts, like that. It doesn't it fly at all. Breaks after one use, or that's true. That's kind of sad. You, you don't want this to be that way. No, you don't. <laughs> wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, please subscribe and rate us there. We, we are Stephen Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.